welcome to the weekly podcast from City Light Church in Lethbridge. For more teaching or to find out more about life at CLC, please visit our website at citylightchurch.ca. We're kind of wrapping up this great series that our pastor has been teaching on being anchored to the rock and uh, really talking about a, an anchored heart. Now, when I say that, it's not that our heart does not change because that is a key thing we're going to learn here today is that our heart must change. But it's being anchored in the right place because much like a fisherman on a nice little lake in the mountains can find a perfect spot on a nice calm day, a little yep. stream running into the lake and just catching and catching and it's calm and he decides I'm staying here I'm not going to keep cruising around with my little boat so he anchors down everything's going fine and he's catching but then about midday when the winds start blowing like mad suddenly his boat is adrift even though he was anchored but he Mm -hmm. wasn't anchored in Mm -hmm. rock he just thought he was Mm -hmm. he was anchored in some mud or some Mm -hmm. sand yeah and another guy, he might be booting around the lake and just find a spot and anchor and pull up and find another spot and anchor and pull up. Well, we don't want to be like that in our spiritual yeah, life. Right. We want to be anchored mm-hmm. to the rock who is Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes, See, sure. there's this constant infilling, this conduit from God that will keep us growing all the days of our life if we just stay connected. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've learned and I grow frustrated with myself when I still get it wrong, is that the Word never makes a mistake when we don't get an answer to prayer, when somehow we miss out on our healing, Mm -hmm. our prosperity, where we're struggling in finances and we still have that same struggle, where our prayer seems to fail. Mm -hmm. And we say, well, faith didn't work that time. How dare we? Mm -hmm. It's us that's been pulling up our anchor throughout the day, not staying connected to God, Mm -hmm. that's causing this misstep. Mm -hmm. It's never God. Mm -hmm. It's always His will to do exactly what He said. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is God. He changes not. Mm -hmm. If He was to change, that would mean there was imperfection in Him at one time. And our God is not imperfect, never was imperfect, never will be imperfect. And he'll answer our faith if we get our place or take our rightful place. It's not something we have to muster up. You know, and that's a big part of where I would miss it from time to time. Mm -hmm. It's instinct. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches for a reason. Without me, he said, you can do nothing. Our problem is we spend so much of our time making this man feel comfortable Mm -hmm. instead of staying connected to Jesus and asking him what he wants. Asking him what I should be doing with my day. Mm -hmm. Asking him what I should be doing in this evening to help my neighbor, to help my friend, to help my church instead of just what's most comfortable, what's most comfortable for this flesh. Mm -hmm. And then when we miss out on an answered prayer, we blame God or we Mm -hmm. get angry or we can't understand why. Mm -hmm. But God is making it clear. He loves us. He loves every one of us. He's not trying to make it hard at all to receive from him. Mm -hmm. We need to be fully anchored and anchored in the right place and Mm -hmm. stay there. 
And that's what this whole right series on. has been about. And now we're going to learn today how to get this heart to where it continually grows, improves, increases, hears from God. Because when we're connected to the source, then that's where the glory and the grace and the peace and the love and the strength and all those things from God we need, that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. When we disconnect or pull up our anchor and run into trouble and then quickly try to run back is where we're missing it. So let's stay connected to God. We can stay connected to the Lord. He didn't say we couldn't. He would have mm-hmm. if it were so, that we could not stay in this constant contact with God, allowing Amen. Him to always flow through us. We can Amen. do it at work. Mm-hmm. We can do it at school. We certainly better be doing it in church. Mm-hmm. We can do this. Yeah. We can allow the Holy Spirit to use us daily. Mm-hmm. We can get ourselves so fine-tuned to hear His Spirit in us constantly. One thing, and I talked about it with the men at our last breakfast, one thing I've learned to always do is when the pressure's on and, you, and, and your natural response is to, to have some anxiety or get anxious and just don't know what to do, that's when you quickly get quiet and go inside and find that Holy Spirit he is your source. Mm-hmm. He is your answer. Mm-hmm. And that anxiety and that pressure, that isn't coming from within. That's coming from outside. Yeah. So we're going to yeah. learn some things that are really going to help us keep our heart in the right place. Good. The pursuit of God and godliness to be truly changed, the real change has to take place in our heart. For years, religion has got it wrong. This dogmatic, follow this step, follow this step, follow this rule, follow this rule. We always mess that up because that's trying to do God's thing from the outside with this flesh. And man, the flesh can't get it right. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 23, 7, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So if we really want to change, then his heart needs to change because it's this guy on the inside that's constantly going to show up on the outside, especially when the pressure's on. I don't know if any of you have ever felt stress. (laughs) I know I have. (laughs) And, uh, no, it's nice to know that as the years go by, you see a different man starting to come out, a different thing starting to come out your mouth. Your reaction isn't the same as it was at one time when you were a baby Christian or unsaved. There is a hope in God that we can become Christ-like. The Word tells us that when He returns, we'll know Him because we'll be like him. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. God's yeah. confident in you. He's confident in me. You know, sometimes we think we're just this small, insignificant piece in this big puzzle that is God's plan or God's big picture. Well, to God, you're not insignificant. You never were insignificant. You're not small, unimportant to God. Excuse me. Yeah. <clears throat> I left That's my water down there, didn't I? That's okay. Oh, thank you very much, Dave. All right. You're not insignificant to God. Nobody is. That's right. You know, sometimes we think it's just church. I remember a scripture in Acts where 500 or so men, and I don't believe they even included or counted women and the children, 500 or so men. So there was a lot of people there watched Christ ascend into heaven after being told to wait in Jerusalem, to tarry and wait for power. And then I believe it it records around 300 are in the upper room 
when the Holy Spirit is finally poured out. So not everybody's stuck. Not everybody had their anchor just determined, (laughs) we found God. We found the answer. We're going to live it right. We know the truth, and it's more important than any little comfort thing we can do. No, some didn't anchor themselves in. Well, I'll tell you something. This group here today, we're no different than those men and women that were Mm -hmm. in that upper room. That same Holy Spirit that poured out, man, these thousands were added to the kingdom in one day. Yeah. And you and I are just ordinary men and women, just like them. Yeah. And we already have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. It's been poured out. Yeah. There's nothing stopping us from getting this right and walking in God's will if we decide. Mm-hmm. It's up to, that's our part. It's up to us to decide. Mm-hmm. Spiritual heart can be influenced from the outside. There's no question. Yeah. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. You don't think it's important for us to be careful what we watch, what we read, what we pay attention to, what we spend our leisure time doing? God wants you to have leisure time. We need leisure time. We need mm-hmm. time to unwind. We also need time in his presence continually to help us to grow. Yeah. We need time in God's word. You know, we're all followers of Jesus. And we can see the great things when we read the Bible about the mighty exploits that these followers of God did. Every one of you here, you're not so different. We need to open our Bible and realize that It's an ongoing story. Mm -hmm. We're in it. Mm -hmm. It didn't end at the back cover of that book of Revelation. That's telling us what's coming. The book of Acts, notice it doesn't end. Read the last chapter of the book of Acts. It doesn't end Mm -hmm. because we're in it. We're in it. We're still followers of Jesus. We're still those same men and women that love him, believe him, trust him. He said, where two or more are gathered in my name, I'm in the midst. Mm-hmm. he's still here right now. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't just call us followers. He calls us more than that. Yeah. Jesus said he's not ashamed to call you his brother, his yeah. sister, his Children. own family. Mm-hmm. Family of God. Man, we're his family. How much more are you like your sister or brother or mother or father than that guy that lives a couple of doors down that has no relation to the family whatsoever? How much more are you like your own sister or brother than a guy that lives up in Calgary that you've never met before or heard of? You're a lot more like your brother. And the more you hang out like your brother (laughs) or with your brother, the more you realize, oh my goodness, we uh, finish each other's sentences, we think the same, we like the same things, we do... Well, that's what brothers and sisters are like. I've been married to my wife. I won't even talk about how long we've been married. We've been together since she was 15. And, man, we grew up together. We like the same things, the same food, the same restaurants, the same style. She doesn't think I can dress myself, but I do pretty good. <laughs> Looking good, Dad. We uh, are finished each other's sentences. Man, we can look at each other and know what we're thinking. And if she says something, you can take it to the bank. Yeah, I feel the same way. Pretty much. Pretty much, except well, a couple of little things, but... We are alike. Well, you're just like Christ. You are just like him. 
not only because you're his follower, not only because you're his brother or sister, but even more, he says, you're a temple of the Holy Ghost. He dwells in you. Jesus prayed, Father, let them be one as we are one, you in me, I in you, us in them. You're his follower, his brother or sister, and he lives in you. When are we going to stop running to God as though he's this distant, wonderful being and telling him how big our problems are? Realize that we're his body. And if this sick and dying world out there is going to see Jesus, he's, they're only going to see him in you and in me and no other way. When Jesus comes back in physical form, it is over. If you haven't read the book of Revelation, spend some time there. Is that as in the days of Noah, so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man also includes the fact that Noah could not open the doors of the ark. There was thousands of people out there drowning. And believe me, if he's anything like most humans, he would have let some of them in. When Jesus returns, it's over. Salvation comes to the world now and we're the body. It's up to us. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Don't be intimidated by the darkness. Don't be intimidated by what politicians do or whatever laws are passed. Don't be intimidated. Stand up for what's right, yes. But boldly proclaim Jesus Christ. Do everything you can to stay connected to Him so that when the opportunity arises, you're already flowing in the Spirit. Make sure your heart is so with Him that every time you walk in the room, people sense something special or something different. Even if they're across the room and don't see you come in, something has changed in the atmosphere because God walked in the room. Because you walked in the room. That's who we are. Man, I am so tired. Excuse me. The Holy Spirit turns up the power and I have trouble handling it. I am so tired of people constantly running looking for a healing at this meeting or that meeting or an answer to prayer at this meeting or that meeting when the answer is in you already. When he hung on that cross, he said, it is finished. It's because he dwells in our mortal bodies now. You don't have to run anywhere to find Jesus. He's right there with you everywhere you go. And he hears your voice every day. So what can we do to help this heart stay connected? How can we stay in this vine that we are part of, connected, so that we're constantly fed, so that we are on fire all the time? We're ready every time. The devil shows up. He notices you. He runs scared. He doesn't run at you. He runs from you. When you wake up in the morning, he says, oh, no, they're up again. He just hopes you will stay up late at some prayer meeting so you'll sleep in tomorrow so he can get something done in your neighborhood. This is who we are in Christ. My goodness, sometimes we think so little of what Jesus accomplished on the cross and what even more he accomplished when that stone rolled away. Man, you are more than a conqueror. What does that mean? It means that you're more than a conqueror. Jesus did all the work and you just walk in the victory. That's what it means. Every time you have a need, go to God boldly to the throne of grace, find help. 
Not beg. Find help. He's in you. He hears your voice all the time. Never going to leave you nor forsake you. You know what's unfortunate about our choices we make is both good and bad produce fruit. Now we need some wisdom. Wisdom will help us to know what to do to keep this heart connected. Jesus said, back in Matthew 11, I think, he, he said something in a kind of an unusual way by our speaking standards. He says, uh, wisdom is, is evident or known by its offspring. Which does the offspring? Well, that doesn't make... But to clarify, wisdom's known by what it produces. You can't always tell wisdom up front. How many have made decisions and things didn't turn out so great? And how many have made decisions and things turned out real good? Yeah, and then the fruit, or what the offspring, as Jesus was saying, or what produced is how you can tell, was that wise or not? Pretty simple. Well, so we need some godly wisdom to make sure that our anchor isn't in mud. Was our choice wise? Well, what did it produce? You know, God says in his word, many are called and few are chosen. Yeah, in a nutshell, how hard that is to figure out, I'll tell you, it's real easy. You're called, and you want to be chosen. Say yes to God, and you're chosen. It's not that complicated. God is not doing anything to keep you from everything he has for you, your full potential, everything he has, your destiny in God. He'll do nothing to put stumbling blocks in your way. You say yes every time you hear his unction. You say yes instead of being, you know, shy or fearful or intimidated when that unction to pray for that lady at work that seems like a total heathen and is really vulgar jokes. But he puts it in your heart. Go, Go ask her to pray right now. Don't back down. Say yes to God. You're his temple. Man, Jesus is trying to reach this lady. He knows what's going on in her life. He knows what's going on in her mind and her heart right now. And he's trying to reach her, and you're his body, and you're not going. When you say no, because, oh, what will she say? What will she think? What's the worst that can happen? I mean, how embarrassing is it for somebody to say no? I remember ninth grade, those stupid school dances. All the guys standing around the sides... And all these pretty girls wanting to dance. And all these guys, like, uh, so the girls are dancing together and the guys are all standing around looking really nerdy because we were too darn scared to go ask the pretty girl to dance. Oh, thank God there were some bold girls that asked us boys to dance or we'd never get to dance. <laughs> Proverbs 1.5, the first part says, a wise man will hear and increase learning. So we need to remain that way, that one that always wants to learn, hungry, open, to what God's doing in our life. Never to the point where I've been at church three times, so three weeks in a row, I, I don't feel like going today. Never to a point where oh, I've heard that faith message before, I don't want to listen again. Hey, I've had steak many times. And the steak I had at my barbecue a couple weeks ago is not nourishing me today. It did a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to have another one. Matter of fact, I'm going to have another one tonight. Isn't that look good? Those are big steaks. I couldn't fit the corn on the plate, so the plate behind has the corn on it. I, I, I learned, you know, long ago that this spirit man needs to be fed and that's more important than my physical body. And I'm serious about that. Now, yes, I need to take care of my physical body because without it, I'm going home to be with Jesus, which isn't so bad. But without this spirit man fed, what good is the most perfect body? What good is a hundred years on earth? 
if when I leave here, I'm done. No, I think the most important thing in our life is that connection to God. There's no question in my mind, and I hope you all feel the same way. So what can we do? We know that wisdom is saying, keep this thing fed. Well, let's look at some things we can do. We can draw near to God through focus. What we're focusing on will grow and increase in our life. No question. And again, unfortunately, good and bad, what we're focused on will increase in our life. So let's focus on the right thing. And here's a few things that'll help us. Uh, you know what? Yeah, we'll look at number one first. I was going to change the order up, but no, I won't. I'm going to focus on his presence in my life. Now, this is not so complicated. Psalm 1611 says, you will show me the path of life. I want that. I want to know that I'm on the path God has for me, that I didn't somehow veer off because of uh, religious teaching that was in error or because of my misbehavior or sinful flesh or, or this tugging going on or, or a spouse that is like Job's wife, not that I have one of those, but like Job's wife that says, curse God and die. You know, I, I want to make sure I'm on God's path. So, oh, okay, well, let's check out the rest of this verse. It says, in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Well, how do I get in God's presence? I want my focus to be right and stay on that path. It's real easy. We've got one of these. I think everybody's got one of these. And if you don't have one of these, you should be able to find one of these in one of these. (laughs) So those people that are listening uh, by way of radio or internet and not seeing this footage visually, I'm holding a Bible and a phone, just in case you're wondering. (laughs) Yeah, totally confusing to somebody listening to this message later. It's like, what in the world is these and these and these? Anyway, we need to get into the Word. The Word doesn't change. If we're not anchored in the Word, then we're going to be that one that's moving the anchor from spot to spot or drifting because it's in mud or sand. Anchored in the Word. Focus on the presence of God through the Word. And another way, oh, it's easy. This is my favorite position in my life. I've learned more in this position than in any other position I've ever found. There's no comparison. And I used to think that it was so difficult to find an hour or two. So you know what I did? I quit watching movies at night. Years and years ago. I'll watch movies, but it's early. Like I'm 10 o'clock, the latest, and I'm up at 5 or 6, and I have my two hours every day. And it's not, and please don't think I'm saying anything to inflate myself. It's just choices. And we're going to talk about choices after we get through where we're focusing. But you have to. You have to. You don't think the devil is not you know, at work trying to mess things up in our lives? We have to make sure that we are using every weapon God puts in our arsenal and using it to its full potential. We're more than conquerors when we stay connected. And when we're doing things the world's way, we're going to get the world's results. And I'm telling you, that's not good enough for me. I I want better than that. Jesus is my father. God's my father. Jesus is my brother. And he lives in me. I expect better results for my life than drifting the world's way. And there isn't going to be any difference in my life if I don't focus on the right things. Do some things different than the world's doing. Yeah, it it all comes from God. He is the source of everything. But boy, we can close the door or open the door. So much so in our own lives. 
And the church is a huge part. Be in church on Sunday. You don't get to hear the pastor's awesome messages on an anchored life if you're not in here. You don't get to hear how God wants to use you today and how God's going to equip you today and what, just what you need. You know, you think, you think it's just a man sitting there preparing these messages. He's a temple of the Holy Ghost and God's given him a specific job that's to pastor us. And so God anoints him with exactly what he needs, the words that we need to hear. And when we skip church, we're missing them. We're missing out on what God is saying. If Jesus was here in the flesh, I'll bet you'd be here every chance you got. Well, guess what? Jesus is here in his flesh every Sunday. So where are we when we miss? And I know sometimes you you got to work or you're out of town or you're not well. But honestly, if you're staying home to watch a football game, something's wrong. I'm sorry, guys. I always pick on the guys because I'm a guy. Number two, our love walk. Okay, so we're focused on, we learn how to focus on his presence in our life and some things we can do to keep, him, to keep ourselves in tune with God. It's like a radio dial for those old school radios before digital. When you had a little dial, you can get it just a little off and it, you could hear the station, but it'd be kind of wonky. But you could tune it in, fine-tune it, and then crystal clear. Now, that's his presence in our life, and we need to stay fine-tuned. Our love walk is another part that we really need to focus on let me see where my time's at. Oh, we're okay. See, this thing goes off. That's the problem with the phones. Galatians 5.14 says, For all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Wow. All of that Old Testament that, that so many people struggled with to do consistently is wrapped up in one thing. Man, if I would respect and care for and treat everybody the way I want people to treat me. The world would be a better place if we all did that. You know, that, that's the fulfillment of all the law and the prophets, everything they were trying to get at. And, and what happens is as our heart is changed because of God's constant feeding to us His glory and His grace, then His love starts oozing out of us because we're changed. We're no longer trying to obey all those Old Testament things, forcing ourselves to do this or that, or, and knowing that God's going to strike us down when we miss it. No, it's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's so different when your heart naturally produces the goodness of God that is now on the inside of you and in there consistently. So we don't blow up when something goes wrong at work because we've been with the Spirit. We're staying connected. Instead of getting it right sometime, getting it wrong sometime, getting it right sometime, we stay connected. And this heart is changed day by day. And we get to where we have this consistent flow of God's grace in our lives and an ability to overlook the faults in other people and an ability to have patience when really anybody else would just slap them in the face. But you can have patience because you're staying connected. Man, it's a good life, and that's the one that we want, the one that God wants. Holy Spirit on the inside. Galatians, uh, number three is a, well, the third thing I want us to focus on. I really think we can can learn so much more because we stay in his presence, and we treat people with love, but really remembering, as we've already talked about a little bit, is that it's God on the inside of us. And when the struggles arise, we need to go inside not react in the natural, but go inside. 
and seek God's presence. We know he's there. We've been spending time with him consistently. And we are temples of the Holy Ghost. And find his peace. And then search out his solutions and his answers. And it takes time. It's not microwave, you know, 15 seconds and your burrito's ready. No, not with God. It takes time. But there's always a solution, always an answer. And if it's, in, if it's an emergency and it has to happen now, guess what? God knows how to deal with emergencies. Orange trees don't have to struggle to produce apples or oranges. I mean, they don't have to struggle to not produce apples. I mean, you don't go to your apple tree in the backyard, and I have one now. It finally produced apples year four. And suddenly there's this massive amount of apples in the spring. And just, or in the summer, it was beautiful. We had a great harvest. If anybody wants some apple slices for apple pie, I think we have way too many bags. But it didn't struggle to not produce oranges because what is on the inside automatically produces apples. And let me tell you, when the Holy Spirit is flowing in you consistently, guess what's coming out when the pressure's on? Holy Spirit, peace, answers, wisdom, patience, love. And this is the heart we need. I want to read you this scripture from Galatians. Now, I skipped some verses so you could just get the gist of it. And then I'm going to read it out of the message. And then we're going to start wrapping up, give you a few little pointers real quick on where we can, uh, where we can really watch what choices we make. Galatians 5. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, Joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Now in the message, I just love this modern text. But what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. This is the heart we're each pursuing at City Light. I am, Pastor Doug is, Karen is, and I know all the the people that I know personally. This is the heart I found here. This is what drew me here. Well, the Lord drew me here. This is what kept me here. People with a genuine interest in seeing their hearts change to Christ-likeness. Not interested in what's in it for them. Not interested in, in, uh, you know, feeding their pride and being a big shot or really interested in humbling themselves and seeking God and His will. And that is a rare thing. And I've been a believer for a lot of years and it's not that way everywhere. This is an awesome place, and the Spirit of God is moving here. There's some things going on, and I'm loving it. I don't know if you're loving it. I hope you're loving it. But I'm, and that's not a McDonald's commercial, but I am loving it. All right, so real quick as I wrap it up, our godly choices matter. We're really hunting for that changed heart. There's more in our life, more purpose than the comforts even than the health or the, the needs met. There's more important things in our life than this physical body. As I've said, without that spirit man inside connected to God, what good does this healthy, wealthy, good-looking body do? 
Without Christ in there, it's pointless. So some godly choices really matter, and we're going to really go through these quick. Our everyday choices determine our walk. We really want to stay connected to God. We want to stay focused in things, and we've got to do these things on a regular basis. Number one, choose to pursue godliness. You've got to go after it. You've got to get serious with God. Develop in godliness, pursue God, more of him and less of me. Oh, isn't that true? Romans 8, 5 and 6 from the message says, those who think they can do it all on their own, that's following rules and such, obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle but never get around to exercising it in real life. Those who trust God's action in them, that constant, in, oh, we need him, find that God's spirit is in them, living and breathing God, obsession with self in these matters is dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the open, into a spacious, free life. That sounds good. And number two, man, we need to choose our friends wisely. You know, I mentioned this when I was sharing with some fellows the other day. James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. God's a lot bigger than us. Measures the weight of the earth with a grain of sand. The ocean's weights by a drop of water. How big are his hands? He takes a drop and he measures up. And man, when he says, draw near to me and I draw near to you, you take one step towards God and he takes one of those God-sized steps towards you. Guess where he is? <laughs> right there. You just run to him anytime. It doesn't matter if you've sinned, if you've blown it, and you know you've blown it. If you've messed up so bad, run to him. Never run from him. He's right there to say, hey, I can't even remember what you did. As soon as you repent... He remembers your sins no more. Just stay connected. All right, number two, I said, choose your friends wisely. As for the saints who are on the earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. King David saw the value of having believers for friends. He saw the value, and he had a lot of choice being as he was a wealthy king as to who he hung around with. And he chose people that served God, loved God, because he knew the benefit it made to him in his thinking, in his attitude, in his focus. And we need to know that too. Choose godly friends. Yes, you can have a friend or two out in the world, and we need to so we can stay connected and invite them in. We need those connections, but our close friends need to be those that will strengthen us and encourage us, help us. And those people are right here. Number three, avoid toxic activities, filling your eyes and ears with wholesome entertainment and activities are, are choices that will benefit your spiritual life. There's no question about that. Number four, seek to help build God's kingdom. So we've got to put our effort and our time. When they're putting um, little clipboards around for you to sign, sign on it. Put some effort into God's house. Sign your name. Put something in the offering when it goes by. Be involved in what God's doing. And be involved in what he directs you to do. There might be something outside, like soup kitchen or food bank or something God's asking you to do be anything be quick to respond with a yes and just go do it get involved in God's house and, and you watch him get involved in your house number four oh, we're there okay we'll wrap this up taking part in building God's kingdom is to grasp a hold of something larger than ourselves reaching toward an eternal result having an impact in people's lives here long after you've left this life don't think that what you do is small or insignificant. You're not insignificant. And the little things you do, that person you pray and invite, and pray and pray and pray and invite, and they finally come. They give their heart to Christ. Their whole family gets saved over time. 
we go home to be with the Lord at some point, that's, that line is still growing and ever-increasing. 